previously on World Domination. So we have something a little bit special for everyone tonight. We're doing a Disney draft. So here to help us, we have a couple of all-star listeners, some of our biggest fans. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm your host, Damien Ada. I'm a lady and a tramp. My name is Deanna. This is to decide who won season two, or season one and season two of World Domination. This is why we have guests on tonight. We're going to split up into three groups. There's going to be Team Emma and Team Ken. Nick is on Emma's team and Damien is on Ken's team. And then we also have a review panel, which is going to be made up of Dee and myself. We have decided a list of villains. Team Emma and Team Ken are going to break off into their own recordings. You guys will have 10 minutes to chat before we have to make the actual picks. Once you guys have done the draft, then we're going to break off again into separate recordings. And you guys are going to discuss how you're going to use your team of four villains to take over the world. And then you're going to pitch your ideas to Dee and I. So are they just picking four people from the list? Yeah, there will be leftovers. These are all B-tier villains. You should exclusively cast Gaston in your list. The rule that we said was that you couldn't use any of their henchmen or anything, but you could assume that they're at the peak of their power. They don't automatically come with their henchmen. You can make it part of your plan to recruit henchmen that adds another level of complexity onto the plan. There's probably a couple of ways to think about this. So we either take the piss because we've got this in the bag and we draft someone like the Hunter or Zerg who is just fucking useless. So Team Emma, who's your first villain pick? We will pick Randall. Team Ken, who is your first choice? We will choose Maleficent as choice one. Team Emma, who's your second choice? We will take <laughs> the Evil Queen. Team Ken, who is your number two pick? Ursula. Team Emma, who is your third pick? Gaston. <laughs> yes! Team Ken, who is your third pick? Davy Jones. Team Emma, who is your final pick? I think we'll take the Hunter. <laughs> All right, and Team Ken, what's your final choice? Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is going to be focused around uh, attack from the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, we're taking over the world by force. Yeah. We definitely are. We're not, this isn't some slow burn. No, we're, we're just full on outquitering this shit. Mm-hmm. So it's more like a take over the world by amassing a powerful army. I mean, we drafted Randall, Eva Queen, Gaston, Hunter, but we're going to start with Gaston because I think he's kind of crucial to our plan here. <laughs> yep, so Gaston is the face of the political party. So you're going to sell Gaston and how pretty he is. You can talk about whatever you want. Sure. Maybe we just let her talk about it. You know what? Maybe. Dave, what do you love about Gaston? And then she'll say it and be like, you know what? That's what the rest of the world loves about him. Too. Yeah, it's got to come from D, <laughs> his biggest fan. Maybe we should just leave the hunter out till the end. All right. Yeah. The evil queen has one other flaw that they might call us on, mm-hmm. and that's that she hates pretty women. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm good with that. I feel like it'll be a 100% on the fly thing, which is what most of my <laughs> plans are. Yeah, we'll talk it out. We'll be right. Yeah. The two of us have been bullshitting for years. We'll be okay. <laughs> 100%. Hey, Nick. Hey, how's it going? What's up? How'd you go? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think we've got this in the bag, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand what they're planning on doing with the sea creatures of the deep. <laughs> what? We don't know what you guys are planning on doing. Yeah. Are you kidding? How's this so obvious? Okay, <laughs> okay. Yep, yep. Apparently we're missing something, Jim, but we'll, we'll, we'll soon find out. And I'm back. Hey, Damien. You said you love Gaston. I said I'd come up with something. I am surprised you picked him. I'm glad. I just, I just honestly don't understand the obsession with Gaston. It's just funny. I've gone with it for so long. (laughs) When Dee and I went to Disneyland, Dee made me like follow Gaston around for about an hour and a half. I don't know if it's that long. (laughs) It was pretty long. If it's longer than a wait for a ride, it's pretty long. Those photos are the best photos I have with any Disney cast member. He was pretty good though. He was great. He I'm was pretty like, sure your photo was... is of him squeezing his bicep. <laughs> yeah, he was doing push-ups and stuff. I've I've seen many Gastons and that one was my favourite. Oh man, this is going to be really interesting. <laughs> this could go mm-hmm. either way. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I am really keen to hear what like what you and Jim have been saying though too, do like Yeah, seriously. Not not a lot to be honest. We're just we we've gone through all the options. We've chatted who the people are and what their pros and cons are. Did you work out that our team has no weaknesses? <laughs> <laughs> I have not worked that out yet. <laughs> um I think we were talking about what we would do. Ken has returned. Hello. Hello, Ken. Hi Ken. Hello. I think just from um the fact that and I think once we've done this draft, I'm really keen to hear like if we took any that you guys wanted and vice versa and whatever but I think we've got such different people that it'll be actually really cool to hear what each plan is and see how very different we've gone. Mm. (laughs) So how did everybody's discussion go? Very good thank you. Yeah it was great. We discussed this off the air earlier today but to kind of balance things out a bit we've decided that the person who got to pick first in the draft stage also has to present their plan first in the the presenting to the review panel stage. So we're going to get team Emma to go first presenting their plan I'm going to mute Damien and Ken so they can't interject. You shut your mouth. Mute. Will they be able to handle being silenced? I don't don't know. We'll see. (laughs) So, Team Emma, tell us what your plan is. (laughs) All right. Now I'm all nervous. Oh, my God. How are you going to use these villains to take over the world? So, first of all, I I mean, I have a question for you guys, all right? Mm -hmm. We all know everybody loves Gaston, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. No one fucks like Gaston. <laughs> I want to I wanna sell Gaston to you people, but I just feel that there is somebody here that's probably going to do that a little bit better than, than me. And, and Dee, I have a really important question for you. Mm-hmm. Why do you mm-hmm. love Gaston? Just <laughs> throwing it back on me. All right. Gaston, <laughs> he just represents everything that somebody should be. He is, a, he is a prime member of his town. He is a leader. He is muscular. He knows how to use a gun. He knows how to hunt. And he is a hero. When he finds out the people in his town are kidnapped, he goes to a killer beast. He incites a mob. He is a leader. Okay, I've gone too far. Now I need you guys to convince me. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you know what, Dee? You look, I, I think what, what you've said is, is perfect um, and it really does encapsulate what, what Gaston is all about. And that is why we have chosen Gaston as the face of our political party. Oh, it shit. is the DSP, which is the Disney Socialist Party. And um, what, what you have mentioned about Gaston is that's, that's who he is and that's why we think he would make a great, great leader. For this political party. Nick's going to take us through, I guess, how, how we get there and how do we get Gaston into power where he should be? Yeah, I guess Gaston, like you said, amazing leader. Everyone looks up to him, real hero. And I think there's one country at the moment that really needs that um, <laughs> with the current <laughs> political candidates as Trump, Biden and Kanye West. I think we have a real opportunity to insert Gaston <laughs> <laughs> and kind of make our mark on society. Um, so we're going to set him up, do everything legally, obviously, get him over the line and get him as a ballot candidate. And then I guess that's what's happening above the line. Below the table, we have Randall and the Evil Queen. Randall, I think we took 101. He was just so key to our plan um, outside of Gaston. So he's really going to just steal all of the opponents of Gaston in the early days. He's going to go into their bedrooms at night, abduct them and take them wow. to the Evil Queen. <laughs> Who is going to brainwash them (laughs) and have them support Gaston. So thinking about all the really loud people in society that are going to get on board, start rallying the troops for Gaston, get those votes going his way. Um, And then we're going to just work our way up the ladder from there until we're running the United States. Wow. I guess that's early stages of our plan. 
Uh, Emma, anything I've missed in that? No, no, it's that, that's that's pretty, I guess that's the, the early stages of the plan. So look, it is a long drawn out plan, like any kind of world domination plan is really. So after um, Gaston is in power, he's a fantastic leader as, you know, as Dee um, so eloquently put before. And from there, he starts to build those connections. He builds some friends, you know, he jumps over to, to Russia. Hey, Putin, you want to be best mates? And then what happens is that he builds those connections across the world. But at the same time, what happens is that Randall is still behind the scenes. So Randall and the evil queen are still doing their thing in terms of Randall going into their... It sounds really awkward that Randall's going into their bedrooms at night, but that's what he's doing. And he is kidnapping them, taking them back to the evil queen, and she is brainwashing them. And eventually, you know, everybody in Russia is kind of under Putin's thumb. If we just use Russia, I guess, is the first example here. But then if you then have Putin being like, you know what, actually, I'm going to step down because I think Gaston can lead this country better. And then Gaston's like, you know what? It's it's a lot to take on, but I'm, I'm man enough to do it. And he does. So essentially the plan is to one country after another, but Randall is going in, he's going into the bedrooms of the high class, you know, military opponents, those sorts of things. And he, and then therefore being brainwashed and it slowly gets around the world. And Gaston is just, he's such a beautiful face, but he's the face of the world. Okay. Very interesting. So you've presented me with three different people here. Now you have the hunter mm-hmm. as your number four. What would- We do. Where's the hunter? Yeah. The hunter is he's, he's also important to the plan. <laughs> he's living his best life, going door to door and preaching the word of Gaston. So, look, the hunter, from what we know about the hunter, he, he just wants to live his life. He just loves hunting deers. And um, we also thought that, you know, especially for from that initial stage, the hunter is really important in terms of getting those, you know, those uh, rednecks out in the outskirts in the US, getting them on side. They may not have TVs. Maybe maybe they don't care about Gaston. Maybe they're not, oh, some pretty fella. You know what? The hunter is on board and he will get them on board too. Okay. And that's where he's really key in that. And then he gets to live his life. He gets to go hunting. He can hunt around the world if he really wants to. He can do. He can go to Africa and shoot whatever he wants to if he wants to. That's yep. his prerogative. He's a okay. hunter. My second question here, right? So the evil queen, Snow White. So she's, she's already a queen of a land and her whole deal, right, is that she can't handle someone being more attractive than her so she kills them why would she ever follow Gaston partly it is because so that she one hates females who are more attractive than her and I think who knows if her and Gaston have got some weird relationship going on behind the scenes they may be in love but I think the point was that we were taking is that she couldn't take any females being but what she wants over all of that is power and control so I guess when we were looking at the flaws of each of these we didn't see the hunter as being any kind of competition for, for Gaston so he doesn't mind about him Randall just wants to be included you know he's part of a team the Queen knows how important he is he is very important to the role and the Queen she wants control but she wants to be more beautiful than everybody but she also wants to be behind the scenes and she's happy to be a little bit more in the shadow but the other thing that Nick and I had talked about is that and we actually had thought about this and it's even in the recording you will hear is that she'll probably allow because she's getting control and overall power on top of it all she would probably allow Gaston to have one for first lady to kind of show she wouldn't be prettier than her but she'd be she'd be all right about an eight and what she would do with all the other concubines or whatever is that she'd just kill them behind the scenes she can mm-hmm. do that and she probably would 100% and that's fine because once once Gaston is in power that's all we need if there are random beautiful women going missing and being murdered across the world nobody cares <laughs> I do ha- I do have a couple questions as well. Yeah, sure, go. Okay. First question, I understand that you're using Randall to kind of do the behind the scenes work and get those who are in like key positions of authority on board yep. with Gaston. But Randall's only one man person, I don't know what, what you'd call him. Randall's Monster? just one thing. He he 
yeah, he can't be everywhere at once. So how do you make sure that he's getting everyone aboard? I mean, I, I don't think it's probably as complicated as you think because we're the way that we're targeting this I guess is the US first going through that slow slow piece of actually getting the votes and working our way through everything to actually take over the world Randall's just targeting those those key people so you look at world leaders um, heads of military kind of slowly working his way through he doesn't need to be everywhere at once I guess the flip side of this and something that we also discussed is if we did want to target larger groups that wouldn't Mm -hmm. be an issue as well we know that the evil queen can contaminate food with magic and she could quite easily cook up a feast for any group of world leaders that Gaston had over or went and visited um, and I guess get them that way. So Randall is key to getting those key positions without targeting entire groups but we definitely do have that bulk strategy. Mm -hmm. And my second question is why choose the United States as your first attack vector because not to poke too big of a hole in in your plan here, but the constitution of the US says that you have to be a natural born citizen to be the president and Gaston is French. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I think, I think there's so much disillusionment in that country at the moment. We could do whatever we wanted and they'd let us do it. (laughs) It just looked like an easy in. (laughs) Fair enough. But I think also, I mean, yeah, that 100%, but also you've got the evil queen there that if we need to, to, I guess, start the plan earlier, if that, if it is, if that, if we're really going to focus on that, that one little amendment that needs to be made, then we would start the plan earlier. And the backstory would be that we would get Randall and the evil queen to go to those heads of state and things like that, that are actually part of the, you know, that would need to sign off on getting this changed within the constitution or whatever, wherever it is, Mm -hmm. that they would just do that and then... Oh, cool. Now, oh, fantastic. Anybody can do it. Look at this guy that we've got. Mm. I guess the risk with that is that, yeah, potentially you would have more people than being like, well, I want to be in charge of the US, but I guess it would just be the same as what we would do for all the other running mates like Kanye is you would just, Randall would just go to them and, you know, they'd be brainwashed. Fair enough. And then I guess my last question, and this is more to do with Randall, but also for the evil queen is basically like, what's in it for them? Like what's in it for Randall? So Randall, look, the the main thing that we picked off Obviously, you know, from the movie, if you remember him, he felt secluded. He felt isolated. He didn't feel like anybody really cared about him. So the point is there that, you know, it's it's inclusion and he feels that he has power and that he has people that love him. And so I guess a little bit of the evil queen would be sort of feeding that ego a little bit and making him feel that, you know, yes, you know, Gaston's obviously not going to acknowledge it, but, you know, I know how important you are. This wouldn't have happened without you. So I feel like him being included and also, you know, behind the scenes, the evil queen can potentially brainwash a couple of people and get him some, you know, some followers and some groupies and things like that too, to help build that ego for him. Um, Mm -hmm. Because for him, it was more around feeling that family vibe. He just wanted to be included. So for him, that's what it is. And I guess the evil queen is that, yes, she's got her kingdom, but she wants power. Mm -hmm. She wants to be in control of the world. And I think while Gaston is the face of it, based on the movies and how she was behind the scenes and sort of in the dark and in the shadows and things like that, we felt confident that she would be comfortable having Gaston as the face and herself behind the scenes. Okay. Because she knew that she actually was the one that had the power. Fair enough. Do you have any more questions, Dee? No, I think that's good for me uh, for now. Lots to think about. Lots to think about. Mm. Yeah. I think now it's time for us to kick over to... Team Ken. Hello, Team Ken. How are you? Oh, hello. Good, thank you. Do you guys have any comments or smack talk that you wanted to say before we mute Emma and Nick? Speechless. They're flawed by our plan. The DSP wins. Wow. (laughs) 
Disney Socialist Party. To target a country as um, fragile as America, unwilling to deviate from what the Constitution is, I don't think even brainwashing people would enable you to change the Constitution. It just stays as it is. No, I feel like that's the the key point of what brainwashing is and magic. That's a hundred percent what happens. Yeah. I think if we're gonna if we're gonna settle ourselves in reality, we should remember what team you drafted. <laughs> <laughs> because this could be the winning team. Are you sure you want to go down this avenue. <laughs> I feel a little bad for the hunter though. Yeah, me too. He's living his best life. <laughs> he has to go and shoot things. <laughs> that's what he that's he's the hunter. He's living Poor his guy. freaking best life. <laughs> He hunts because he has to. He wants to. It's his name. It's his title. He loves it. Actually, in um, the Disney uh, fandom wiki, he's named Man. Oh. He's not actually called the Hunter. I guess Man is the, <laughs> Man is the worst villain of all. So, tell us how you're going to recreate the third act of the Aquaman movie, you two. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but we actually um, we organised a little bit of synergy across our team. I, I can see that, yeah. It, it may not have been immediately obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your plan? You want to kick us off, Ken? Oh, yes, of course. Team leader. Ooh, damn. I was going to change our team now to Team Damien Nation, but, you know, if I get team leader, then... <laughs> <laughs> All right, you two, stop flirting. <laughs> Um, so, uh, as you heard from Damien, uh, we have some synergy on our team. Got uh, three ocean-focused uh, villains. We've got Ursula, got Captain Hook, and we've got Davy Jones. The, mm-hmm. the whole plan um, <clears throat> revolves around Davy Jones being the um, main villain of uh, this story that we are about to craft. Mm-hmm. Davy Jones has a pet kraken that uh, we have at our disposal. Due to a curse in the movie, uh, he's unable to jump on land for unless it's once every 10 years. We will use uh, Ursula. Uh, Ursula has the ability to control the weather and also cause big waves and uh, in- increase the uh, sea level. Using her abilities, we're able to uh, increase the area that... Um the Kraken and also Davy Jones is able to travel on and uh, they will start haunting the uh, the villages uh, around the areas. Uh, the whole nation will uh, go into chaos as the sea levels rise and a monster is on on the loose and after such uh, people will either um, they will have trouble surviving on land or uh, they'll move further up into the mountains. So as part of the plan obviously all of the people living on in these coastal areas they they start fleeing those areas or they'll try to fight uh, to their detriment that's when maleficent joins the crew along with captain hook uh, captain hook comes onto the land and together with maleficent they rise up she becomes the dragon which essentially becomes an indestructible dragon cool ursula at this stage also takes on her form of a human vanessa i think her name is so captain hook along with Ursula in her human form essentially become like the leaders a a symbol of hope they have air quotation marks a dragon under their control the three of them together they fight back against the kraken and sort of become yeah that glimmer of hope for all those people that are fleeing they get a little bit of a like a following around them and drive the kraken back into the ocean to safety Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like a syndrome plan Mm -hmm. sort of like a syndrome Mm -hmm. plan so we sort of we we drum up this following of people Mm -hmm. and sort of just slowly build that 
uh, every now and then we reenact the plan with the Kraken. Whenever people forget that they're following, we reenact the plan, bring the Kraken back in. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's important to note also that there's a pretty pretty obvious target to start this domination at. There's this dude Gaston running for president in Washington, D.C., which is <laughs> not, not too far from the ocean. So that's a perfect place to, to, to kick things off. Interesting. We discussed that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we knew your plan all along, team, Emma. <laughs> so, do you have any questions, Dee? Yeah, uh, like, listen, still trying to process a lot there. Why wouldn't you just use the Kraken to just try and kill everybody instead of, like, trying to get them to, like, to love you? Like, I feel like a lot of these characters aren't really concerned about people caring about them. They just want destruction. See, destruction is definitely a part of it, and they get that by destroying all these areas that they attack, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll attack one area, they'll sort of get that following together, they'll get a little bit of an army together and sort of grow their influence through that way. Yep. A year later, maybe, mm-hmm. they'll attack mm-hmm. somewhere else, they'll grow their influence in that area. Yep. So o- over time, they sort of just become, and, and Captain Hook is is making these people sort of like his pirate companions. Yep. Captain Hook grows his pirate crew, yeah. Yeah, building a large following right around yep. the world. Ursula wants to, uh, always wanted to take over King Triton's position, become the ruler of the sea, and if she f- follows through with this plan, then she'll increase the sea levels and uh, flood everything, therefore increasing her reign uh, and the the area that she has power over. Mm-hmm. If everything goes well uh, and uh, they take over the world, then uh, Maleficent would also also uh, gain power from that. And first thing first, uh, Maleficent um, has a problem with the king in uh, Sleeping Beauty because she wasn't invited to to the initiation ceremony. The party. The party, yes. So if we invite Maleficent to the party, then she'll be a happy lady. Do you have any more questions, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> Just thinking a lot. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned like Davy Jones and Ursula basically want the same thing. They both want to become the rulers of the sea. Like first off, Ursula doesn't have those powers on her own she has to steal king trident's trident to actually get that power davy jones also controls the whole sea how how do these two work together if they're both trying to control the sea i don't see that working really well together have you heard of a king and a queen from different nations coming together to work together yeah but davy jones is already scorned by the love of his life rejecting him therefore it's time for a new love it's more of a business relationship (laughs) is it weird that he tried to fuck the ocean no (laughs) okay (laughs) You've been in a relationship for too long, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure whether that's a compliment or not. (laughs) Take it as you will. (laughs) Yeah, adding on to that, I don't know if we we said this at the top of the episode, but uh, I I do remember us talking off air about the fact that villains don't come with, like, followers. A Kraken is kind of equipment. That's part of his equipment. He, He controls the sea, therefore he does control the Kraken. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, it's not a follower. So, Mm. are you saying it's more of, like, an Aquaman vibe that he can, like, control the creatures of the sea? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, he- the Kraken doesn't follow him. It literally does what he tells it to do. He controls it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like the difference between a mo- animal familiar and just a wild animal. I'm not sure how Nick and Emma feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they've got a lot to say. 
Yeah. Before I bring them back in, I will ask you the same question that I asked uh, Emma and Nick, which is that uh, what's in it for Davy Jones here? Because it's like, it's fairly obvious what's in it for like Hook and Ursula and Maleficent to an extent. They get the power, but what's in it for Davy Jones? Davy Jones gets to wreck shit for yep. 10 years. After, the, uh, <laughs> after he lost the love of his life, he became a very cruel, cruel pirate. So based on that, why would he be cruel? Because he wants to hurt people. You know, if he wants to hurt people, this is the perfect plan for him. He comes back and does this thing again whenever they need and he goes out and does his own thing uh, in the ocean. Okay. Any more questions, D? Davy Jones is also controlled by his heart if people can find his heart. What are you guys doing to make sure that that doesn't happen? That's a good point. Locking it away somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whoever has Davy Davy Jones's heart controls the sea. That's actually why they're controlling him. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. Did I just help you? You've stumbled upon... The crux of our plan. I see. No one's supposed to know about that. Oh, I was gonna, I was trying to keep it a secret, but damn, date very observant, D. Why are you keeping it a secret from us? They very just observant. thought of it, Jim. That's why. Very observant. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna bring Emma and Nick back in now. <laughs> Let me turn the volume down slightly. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, my face is so red. <laughs> From um. All right, so this is the point where you, the two teams can talk smack at each other before D and I are going to go <laughs> off to make our decision. Uh, we we genuinely do have some questions. Look, uh, we really appreciated the the questions, and I think D, um, you asked a couple of the ones that we we definitely had. But I guess the question that I have is that uh, Maleficent hates men. Mm. She does. She got her heart broken, and she doesn't like men. Why? How, like, why would she want to work? with men. Aren't we basing this on the Disney cartoon, not the Angelina yeah. Jolie movie? Yeah, I, I think it's fair to say, like, for the purposes of this discussion, we're going just off the Sleeping Beauty version, the, like, super over-the-top melodramatic version mm, of Maleficent yeah. before she became a three-dimensional character. And there wasn't <laughs> no men in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she was still, like, in her own area and never left. Maleficent had her own sort of area and was scorned when the king didn't invite her to the party, so she placed a curse on the whole thing. So she's kind of just a, a petty villain just for the sake of it, really. Dee, it's not your team. They need to answer questions. <laughs> I, I'm giving an overview. The questions are for them. Yeah, which, which is fine. I need them to answer. Dee is the Disney professional here. Because they need to be able to, if they have thought this plan through they need to be able to answer these questions i'm just telling you what's in the movie Mm. no i know but i'm just saying that they need to be able to refute these things Mm. well i I didn't ask a question there's no there's no man in the in the cartoon Mm. (laughs) movie (laughs) (laughs) all right any more questions oh man no one <laughs> Any more smack talk you'd like to throw at each other before we go off and make our decision? Nick, smack talks or you, man? Oh, I mean, shit. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, I- ignorance is one thing. Not preparing your spreadsheets, uh, but I mean, just overruling Jim's ruling on the Kraken made two weeks ago. That was it's a bit of cheating going on there, guys. I will say that I found their their argument for that somewhat convincing. You mean my argument? Yeah. It's, it's not my fault you can't read. <laughs> the thing D helped them so much. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, I allowed it based on my reasoning for the character. Yeah, which your reasoning makes sense, but the whole point is they didn't have that reasoning. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I will take that in mind you when can, I am considering... You'll take uh, that on board? Okay. I will. Look, that's all we can ask. That's all we can ask of you fair judges mm-hmm. is that you take on board what was actually presented to you rather than the, the decisions that you have come to in your mind. Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciated about their plan, just how simple and easy it was to follow. It didn't require much <laughs> Process to understand. <laughs> we leaned on the simplicity part. Woo! Can you remind me what Maleficent does again? <laughs> She's a dragon. So she so she is pretending to be a dragon that is under the control of Gaston and Ursula. And that is the main way that they're fighting back what? against the Captain Hook. Captain Hook. Captain Hook. Captain Why Hook. Why Gaston? Captain Hook. Why do you have Gaston? Captain you Hook. don't even know who's in your team. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading my piece of paper here and i got names all over the place. Oh, you wanted Gaston, did you? I get it. <laughs> Everybody wants Gaston. Oh, Everybody wants Gaston. If we talk about this later, I hope that both teams were willing to pick Gaston for me. I think Dee and I are going to go away now and... Have a little bit of a chat. All right. Do we all stay here and shit talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys stay here if you like, but I don't know how much of this will make it into the final edit, but we'll see. All right. Let's find out how Jim and Dee marked them. Hello. Hello. How interesting. What did you think? I'm just blown away just by all the things that just happened. Yeah. I got to say, looking at them, they're both basically the same plan. <laughs> Like, they're both basically, like, engender support for one member of their team or, like, a small group within the team and then use one other member of the team as, like, a f- not like a foil, but, like, a backup behind-the-scenes character, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Like, they're both doing a fairly similar thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, what's funny is that, like, Nick was teasing me last week about how I would use Gaston, and I didn't give him an answer, but my answer always would have had Gaston being, as like, a figurehead. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they, they, took, they took what I wanted and they ran with it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's really interesting. I feel like just like overall um, first impressions and stuff. I feel like Emma and Nick had a more thought out step by step plan that made sense yeah. to me, and it was pre- I agree. and it was presented so much more cohesively. Do I totally believe that these characters would do these things? Mm, like I feel that's the discussion that we're going to have. Yeah. I don't so much for either of them follow exactly why they would do the things that they're doing. Yeah. But like, I guess, I guess that's kind of the thing of like, you've got like 11 characters to work with. You've Mm -hmm. got to pull a plan out of your ass somehow. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to mark them too harshly on that. Mm -hmm. It's more like, this is why I asked why one of their characters seems to be getting a rough draw and why what's in it for one of the characters in their team. No, because there definitely seems to be a lot of like, if we're looking at Emma and Nick, right? They've chosen like the most powerful character in that list is the evil queen um Gaston, yeah. Randall, and the Hunter have access to things, but they're not inherently that powerful on their own. Randall's a chameleon, though. Like, Randall, one of the things that they try to utilize in Monsters, Inc. is the power of the screams. And I really think, like, there are a few times that I wanted to jump in and offer a suggestion, <laughs> which is not my place. Yeah. But, like, for example, Randall with the screams, like, there is power, like, that they could actually access there in terms of, like, you know, yeah. powering, like, a massive weapon or powering... Industrial like, weapon. Or yeah, yeah, industrial weapon. They use the screams from children to power their entire city. And I feel like they really missed an opportunity there. Like when they were like, we'll have Randall kidnap people. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that like threw me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I, that's why I believe, you know, Randall and the Hunter as well. Like, 
if like listen i think they're actually pretty smart going with the america attack there yeah of like having gaston a really like you know a white misogynistic muscular hunter who loves guns as their figurehead mm. and then also having the hunter who is like a dude who likes guns like yeah. in the same team like I think that works really well. The evil queen, I don't think she I don't think she fits there. Like yeah. I don't believe that she would let Gaston be in power. Yeah. I got to say like I don't know, this is going to be hard. Mm. I I I am sympathetic to the thing that Nick brought up about Team Ken getting access to the Kraken. Yeah. I am sympathetic to that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we might have to mark them down a little bit because of that. Um, but I will say that, like, Randall gets access to the doors. Yeah. Like, Randall gets access to the doors. And then the rest of them, like, the Evil Queen, you know, she has her books and her potions and her mirror and stuff like that. Gas- yeah. Gaston's just going by on charm. <laughs> yeah. Gaston is, like, the, f- the few... Like, Gaston and Maleficent are the few ones that are just, like, doing their own thing with what they've got. Yeah. Whereas Captain Hook, I'm not exactly sure how they're using Captain Hook. I think he was just like, they needed somebody else on the team. Yeah, Ken and Damien. Same with the Hunter. Like, when when I looked at this list on paper, right? Maleficent, Ursula, Davy Jones, Captain Hook. Other than Captain Hook, Maleficent, Ursula, Davy Jones, you've got three powerhouses of, like, yeah. power and, like, and uh, Davy Jones isn't that ambitious, but he like just controls the seas. Like Maleficent and Ursula, they're ambitious and they're powerful. Captain Hook's just like yeah. a, Captain Hook's just a dude who wants to like spite Peter Pan. Like, but he's a pirate. He likes cutting yeah. throats and riding on the sea. Yeah, and I will say that that thing that I was talking about earlier, um, I do find the reason why Davy Jones, like, what does Davy Jones get out of this? He mm-hmm. gets to be a bastard. I find that more convincing if Randall gets to be included. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I unfortunately, I actually gave them the perfect thing of they control Davy Jones's heart. This is me again jumping in where yeah. I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I do think we have to take that into account. Yeah. So should we go through the marking rubric? Sure. All right. Simplicity, mm-hmm. Team Emma. I'm, I feel like I'm going to give the win on this one mm-hmm. to Team Emma over Team Ken. Yeah. Because at least for the first part of their plan, which is taking you over the US, I feel like it involves fewer steps yep. than like, you know, going and getting Neptune's trident and, you know, like causing the sea levels to rise and then like getting the dragon in. And yep. I feel like Team Emma's plan is a little bit more simple in that regard. I agree. Like there's, there's less steps. They sort of have their thing from the outset. It doesn't rely on a whole bunch of things happening beforehand. It's, it's a political play. Like that's what they're yep. going for. And- you know, it's, we want this person as president and we're going to take these steps to do it. And I think that works, yeah. I will say it does rely on Randall not being found out and Randall is a fucking monster. Mm. So like, I'm going to give Emma a four, Team Emma a four on this one and yep. Team Ken a three. Yeah. I said four for um, Emma and Nick and I said two for Ken and Damien just because I had to ask them several times what was happening because I was forgetting yeah. what was happening. All right. So befitting the characters. This is where what I said a second ago comes into account. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take some points off or take up at least one point of Team Emma here because like I don't find Randall's involvement like befitting of the character. Yeah. And also like the argument that the hunter gets to live his best life I didn't find <laughs> convincing that particularly engaging. I yeah. think the thing is that they kind of thought very surface level. They weren't thinking about the individual character's needs. They were just sort of like, well, this hunter likes hunting. He should hunt like Randall. Yeah. Randall should just help us because like I needed a little bit more about each of the characters and why they are in this. Yeah. So I guess with team Ken, like I get, yeah, Davy Jones gets to be a bastard. Maleficent gets to be a bastard. Ursula gets to take her revenge on the, on the land. 
Captain Hook, I don't know what he... What's Captain Hook's goal here? Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. I didn't really like... Yeah. They They were talking about how Ursula as a human and Captain Hook would go in and try and win the hearts of people. Neither of them in particular. Like, Ursula has her shell, but they didn't mention this. <laughs> they didn't mention this. Um, yeah. But as people not using powers, I don't see them as particularly compelling in any sort of way. Like, why would they do that? Like, they don't... Like, Ursula's more about chaos and ruling. Captain Hook just, I don't know, wants to get... Peter Pan. Yeah. So I think I'm going to give... I don't know. I'm tossing up between giving Team Emma a two or a three on this one. Like, I think in terms of... They, they went really simple with the hunter, and I think that worked in their favour of the hunter likes guns, therefore he will yeah. support Gaston. Yeah, it's um, Same with Gaston. I, <laughs> fair I, I can see Gaston I that- doing this. Randall and the Evil Queen, no. So I'm thinking maybe a two or three or... I think I'm going to give him a three, and I'm going to give Team Ken a four yeah. on this one. So, what are you going? Yeah, I'm thinking three for befitting the characters um, for Emma and Nick, and then I'm going to give Damien and Ken yep. a yeah four. <laughs> this is hard. Yeah, it is hard. All right, showmanship. This is the part where I feel like your affinity for Gaston is going to cloud your judgment oh. a little bit. <laughs> um, listen, no, here, here is here is my fair thing. I was really surprised. Like you and I had no idea what they were going to do for this one. Um, Emma and Nick, we had yeah. no. They were like, it's simple, and we had no idea. I think it's really interesting that they chose to go like super modern current events with this like they didn't need to go yeah, like both of them. 21st century america like no we we never we never stipulated what world they were taking no, over absolutely none we it's, in- it's interesting they both assumed they were taking over the present day yeah i wouldn't think about that like that wouldn't even come into my mind so in terms yeah. of like creativity like i was i was really shocked and i was like all right sure like they're going very modern with this approach and i was yeah. pretty impressed with it i did think it was creative they did pick guest on <laughs> Yeah, I will say choosing Gaston as like a like a political figure, mm-hmm. I feel like edges out Team Ken in this one. Yeah, just because like they're basically just using the characters as they appear mm-hmm. in, and this is where like you've kind of got to balance up the befitting the characters and the showmanship. Yeah, because like one of them kind of contradicts the other a little bit. I feel. Yeah, I feel like they focused a lot on they focused a lot on the political thing there. That I feel like they leave they obviously they left yeah. the hunter out. Like I had to ask them what the hunter was doing. Like, he wasn't really a focal point of their plan. And this is, you know, a four-person villain draft. Like, there is a spot there that they could have used with someone else to do a bigger part of the ploy. And the the evil queen, like, there's nothing creative with her. Like, stealing, kidnapping people and brainwashing them. Like, I don't... There's creativity there, but it's not... Yeah, it's not blowing my mind. No, I get you. So, what are you thinking of scoring them on this one? I'm giving Emma and Nick a three. Yep. Ken Ken and Damien, they didn't, like... They didn't wow me on this one. It was just sort of like, we just destroy some stuff and then we pretend like we're the good guys. Um, Yeah, I I agree with you that it's kind of like... It's the problem with the syndrome plan which is Mm. like how do you keep that up forever without people catching on to it eventually not even just catching on just like getting bored of it yeah they were just sort of like we'll go on to the next town and do the exact same thing i'm thinking like god i'm thinking like two or three no i gave the other ones three maybe i'll give them a two yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking the same Mm -hmm. so the last one is the handicap and this is where i feel like we have a clear winner (laughs) i really feel that like emma and nick much better address the flaws in the plan yeah over team ken whereas team ken really had to like you know like we had to spoon you had to spoon feed it to him yeah i feel like especially emma and nick like they picked these characters who inherently probably don't actually have a lot of flaws unless they are faced with something like they've actually picked very simple characters 
in a lot of ways yeah. that don't typically have many flaws. Whereas, like, the big power characters, such as, like, Ursula, Maleficent, Davy Jones, Captain Hook, they've got a lot of flaws. Like, there's a lot of kind of factors, especially with Davy Jones is their big thing. He's got his heart. Ursula is mostly, um, you know, powerful because of the trident. Maleficent's kind of, like vain in a way um i don't feel like they addressed the handicaps where it was definitely less of an issue with emma and nick yeah i really think i'm gonna give team emma a four on this one mm. and team Canna two yeah sure are you doing the same i i'm still like thinking i'm really not impressed with how they dealt with like the like with the evil queen in emma and nick's too so i'm gonna give them a three on that one a three okay. on handicap and then i'm gonna give damien and ken a two as well god i'm such a harsh critic <laughs> All right, let's quickly check what they were talking about while Dean and Jim were away. You know what I really don't like about myself as I get older? You know, in that episode of Friends where um, when Phoebe, I think, is living with Monica and Chandler and, like, Monica makes the cookies and she's like, you have to eat them over the sink because of crummies. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I do ate you a, do that? I ate a Golden Gate time just then and I put a plate underneath <laughs> it to catch anything that, like, fell off it. I'm like, I finally understand it now. I get it. I understand crummies. <laughs> Oh, 100%. Crummies are the worst. <laughs> I don't want to have to clean up. If I'd I... rather just, like, clean a plate rather than have to, like, sweep up or anything like that. Yeah. 100%. I will go straight in the dishwasher. But 100%, even if, like, I drop a crumb on the carpet or something, I pick it up straight away. Mm, crummies are terrible. I, I, like, rip open the wrapper and then I, like, lean the get gay time over the wrapper while holding onto the paddle pop. So are we, are we allowed to talk shop right now? Because I'm really curious as to who you guys actually <laughs> wanted as your top four. Yeah, seriously. What was your actual original like team so our original top four was Gaston the evil queen the hunter and Randall oh. <laughs> how good would that it? have been <laughs> you're an idiot who actually was it <laughs> you sound like you got your four or your three plus ringer so our top four was Randall evil queen Gaston and then we did have Davy as number four but we were happy to switch him out with hunter or, or some, Zerg. or like even fucking Zerg because <laughs> he wasn't actually part of your plan yeah we were just going to yeah. make I, up whatever although happened. i do like the idea of davy jones going door to door knocking <laughs> that is actually hilarious once every 10 years i was definitely picturing i thought once every 10 years i don't know i was definitely picturing the hunter in wearing like a fucking make america great again cap oh my god <laughs> make america french again French. <laughs> but who would I knew Jim was I forgot to say it Nick but I knew Jim was going to pull us up on the um the American thing Constitution yeah, thing. No, considering I, we discussed it like three days yeah. ago yeah oh come on Emma we um, could have been better prepared but who that. was yeah sorry but I, I feel like I winged it alright but yeah, who, who did you go who was your actual top four pick I had asterisks next to four people those four people were Ursula Maleficent Captain Cook and Davy Jones okay. you got all the ones so you got the ones you wanted yeah <laughs> yeah did you guys actually have a plan or were you just being like, I want these people? Well, we didn't. We were like, we want these yeah, people. Yeah, we were, we were like, we want these people. And then we were going to pick Gaston instead of instead of Captain Hook. But then we saw the we saw the synergy between all the ocean characters. And then we were like, oh, we should kick Captain Hook instead. <laughs> <laughs> the, the synergy. synergy. The synergy. Oh, it's man. all about the That's synergy. Good. It's going to be so funny to actually hear when Jim puts this all together. <laughs> I apologise for all the things I said about you in private chat, Ken. Ah, uh, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was real? Oh, God. I'm going to have to give uh, Jim a heads up on that. <laughs> she didn't. 
Ken, you are copying it. Oh, Nick, I, to be I, fair, I, you'd be copying it. You'd be copying it as well. But I don't actually know you, so <laughs> at least I've listened to Ken. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. It was just talking about cat girls the whole time. Yeah. 100 percent. Oh, don't worry about it. Then I forgive you. I don't like. I don't like waiting. We never have to wait this long. Yeah. Normally it's one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> yes, seriously. Like 10 seconds to decide and then a one, two, three. And now for the thrilling conclusion. Okay, so we have come to a decision. How nervous is everybody? So nervous. Not at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's because you don't have anything riding on this, Damien. I have a year's worth of podcasts riding on this. Oh, that's a shame. You shouldn't have chosen Nick then. Oh! Okay. Dee, do you have anything to say before we reveal the scores? Well done, both of you, actually. Well done yeah. to both of you. Well done. You, like, you both did put in a very good effort. I'm very impressed with the plans you guys came oh, up you with. Guys you guys both did it. Did we tie? <laughs> <laughs> did we tie? <laughs> Oh god! Can you imagine if we <laughs> if we tied them? No, there is a clear winner. Oh, clear, oh. <laughs> clear, Jim. Mm. So the way we did it was for each of the four marking rubrics, we each scored you out of five for each one, which means that your total score is out of forty. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Math. The winner of seasons one and two of World Domination with twenty-seven points out of a possible forty. <laughs> Is Team Emma. Yes! 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 Oh, thank God. Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, man. All right. Well done, guys. Nick, we did it. We knew we would. Well done. Congratulations, Team Emma. I I, I don't think I've ever been so disappointed to win 27 out of 40. (laughs) Yeah, look, it's not great. I, I I was very nice with my marking as well. Oh, <laughs> all right. No, I'm kidding. Do we do we want to kind of chat through some of like the key kind yeah, of points on what you guys thought? So um, I'll go yep. first. Uh, Emma and Nick, I thought you guys had a much better presented plan. Like it felt like it was a lot more thought out. It felt like there was like steps in place that it was kind of more, you know, you had an idea of what you wanted to do and how you would get there. Um, some of the flaws I thought were that it might not be as true to a few of the characters. Like I feel like the evil queen was kind of a little bit more um, of a backing person rather than a front runner, that she might not have been as cool with it. And I feel like you guys underutilized the hunter. Like he could have been uh, like your fourth character needed to be a bigger one. And with Randall as a character, um, I feel like there are a lot of opportunities missed to do things like um, in Monsters, Inc. He uses the uh, scream capsules to power things. Like you could have used power in some way, like industrial or powering a weapon. There are a few things there that I think could have been used with all the characters. But overall, overall, um, a very cohesive plan. Gaston was the leader. Um, (laughs) uh, That was good. (laughs) And I feel like your characters kind of had less handicaps that would affect the overall plan. Jim, do you have any thoughts? That's what we went for. Yeah, no, I feel like well done team Emma. Also well done to team Ken. You guys still did very well. I was impressed with the plans that both teams came up with. I will say that where team Emma edged ahead for me was in the um the dealing with the flaws the flaws in your team and you know like I felt like team Emma provided slightly better answers to the questions that we <laughs> asked you <laughs> that was kind of where you guys pulled ahead mm-hmm. for me other than that you know I agree with it most of the things D said yeah so how do you guys feel I feel pretty good congratulations I feel like- oh man <laughs> relief oh god yeah. Team Ken, do you have anything to say? 
Congratulations, Team Emma. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks, Team Ken. You know, you you were great opponents um, and you put up a good fight. And I, you know what? Overall, I had fun. I think I wasn't quite yeah. sure how this was going to run tonight. And I had fun. And I think overall, that's the main thing. <laughs> I hope you guys had a good time tonight. That's really what this is all about. It was. I think it was good. And I I, I think it was, <laughs> it was very interesting. If you guys could have seen mine and Nick's chat while we were on mute, it would have been very interesting. <laughs> Well, well done. Yeah, good. Thanks for playing, job, everyone. Guys. And thanks for listening, everyone at home. Do you guys have anything to say before we sign off for tonight? No, well, I think uh, all I want to say is it has been a wonderful season three. And I look forward to seeing what happens next season. Star Trek! No! Star Trek season, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> we said that I was guest starring on the Star Wars The Last Jedi episode. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> yes, D, you can. Nah, if you want more material out of her, just go for the, the um, Rise of Skywalker one. Ugh, I have so many things to say. <laughs> We'll do Attack of the Client. Oh, anything about that. I also have Please. things to say about that one. Phantom Menace I would do. The most painful yeah, let's one. let's do the Phantom Menace instead. Let's, it's a good middle ground. Phantom Menace is the worst. Middle ground being the best Star Wars film. But but I want the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Thanks for playing, everyone. <laughs> Thank you to our co-hosts and our guest stars for this evening. Yeah. Woo! Thank you for joining. It's been a genuine pleasure. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for yeah, having thank us. You. Cool, thank you. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. Thanks for playing, everyone. We'll see everyone listening in season four. Bye. 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 Call me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to World Domination. You can find links to all the things we talked about, our other episodes, our social media handles, and our contact information at anchor.fm slash worlddomination. If you want to tell us something, feel free to get in touch. And remember, if you like the show, make sure to tell your mum about it. <laughs> <laughs>